Welcome back to another episode of The Authors Unite Show. Here's your host, Tyler Wagner. Guys, welcome to the show, thanks. Rocky, Cheryl, Detweiler. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. It's you. great to be here. Yeah, yes. thanks for coming here. down and visiting me. Absolutely. Awesome. You didn't yeah. come down just for me, actually. I said that. We came to uh, Miami. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah, that's true. You did come to <laughs> we Miami. We did. But what, what were you doing? Actually, you came to Florida for something else, though. What were you doing in Florida in general? Yeah, we were in Sarasota. Thing? So we do um, business coaching. So we coach authors. It's kind of yeah. cool because you work with authors. And yeah, I work perfect with authors. match. Yeah, it's a perfect match. But we specifically coach authors on how to monetize their message. That's our, that's our specialty. And okay. we, you know, so we ended up, one of the gentlemen I was personally coaching, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the people Sharon and I coach together. This gentleman I happen to be coaching, kind of alone. So it was he and I working together, and he said about a month and a half ago, he said, "Hey, would you be open to coming to Florida, uh, and working with me one on one?" And so we live in Idaho. Yeah. So we have four seasons. <laughs> So right now it's, you know, 30 degrees. And so I had to think about it really hard. <laughs> Warm in Florida, get paid, coach. Hmm. Yes. So that's about how long it took me. Yeah. <laughs> so I had really little posture on that one. But yeah, we, we ended up coming down. Um, we just worked it out. Of course, we get paid to do that. So we, yeah. we orchestrated that into um, the whole agreement. And yeah. it was extremely effective for him because he – he works really great, just kind of one-on-one in person. Yeah. We could be very hands-on. Mm-hmm. And so she has a different set of skill sets than I do. So it was pretty spectacular for him to be able to get both of our skill sets, just being able to help and assist. So that was in Sarasota, mm-hmm. which is the west side. Yeah, yeah, west and the a little the, bit uh, north, west yeah. side of the yeah. state. Yeah. And so um, you and I had already talked, and I, I you know, said, hey, I'd love to come down prior to that conversation he said hey For anytime sure. you're welcome so literally this is like maybe two or three weeks later I'm like yeah. hey, we're coming down yeah <laughs> so we it's literally perfect. planned a trip yeah over yeah. here to miami um but we've been really engaged the past day or two in alligators and oh yeah yeah i wanted to ask and that was keys and oh yeah that was gonna goodness. be my next question it's so been that. too cold like, i know yeah, divers yeah. and snorkelers and i know we live in a cold part of the world but we make sure to get out i mean we were in mexico like last month in cosmo yeah. doing some diving it's beautiful yeah. and so we get down here and you guys i don't know we brought cold weather with us i guess so Somebody so instead did. of taking 75 <laughs> across we literally took 41 through the everglades the lower part of the everglades hoping to find like a snake just like you know getting warm on the road something exciting no man no there was no snakes out on the road we even went back roads trying to find something oh yeah yeah we didn't find any we found like a black um it was like a dad it was just angry like his claws come out he's ready to do battle yeah Yeah, but that was it that was the most exciting part about opossums opossums we don't have those at home so that was exciting was it on one of those like the boats from like Waterboy? i think it's called like that movie (laughs) like is that i i've never actually gone on like the alligator escapade thing is that is that what it is we just stayed on the main road oh you you drove okay i thought you went on like a uh no no, this is just us driving across you know the bottom part of the state through the everglades Gotcha. Yeah. But okay. Then the last couple of days, we did pay the entrance. We went into Everglades. We yeah. drove the through National the Forest. park yeah. and 
Got it. Okay. We found one alligator. We found I one feel alligator. Sorry for well, him. What happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> so, you know, uh, anyways. Uh, you might get in trouble for this. Yeah, and I don't think so. No, he's, listen, the guy's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But um, I, I'm thinking I'm going to just pull a reed out of the water, right? And just poke the guy yeah. in the back. <laughs> and you just get just get a little something because he, he's he, the poor guy, he's sitting there all day. Yeah, right. He's not moving. Very I just still. wanted him to get a little exercise, so <laughs> I ended up pulling the whole reed system out of the water. So like the root system of the yeah. reeds, you know, tall reeds. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, this is not a bad idea. I'll, you know, maybe I'll just. Take. So anyways, he's like over there, 20 yards, and I'm pulling this whole thing, <laughs> right? Because it's probably 10 pounds all the way over. It, he's on the bridge, so we're walking on the bridge, and I'm hauling this thing over. And um and we should have been videoing, but anyways, yeah, that's I what get I was right up, and he's right below us. He's right below us, and he's got such a big thick back, and it was the perfect <laughs> opportunity to drop this ten pound reed system right on top of this guy. <clears throat> it lands on his back, and the thrashing starts. <laughs> he's going the whole like the whole area just is thrashing like crazy. He wiped out all the reeds in that system and disappeared. I'm sure he told his buddies, don't go over near that yeah. area. Right? He's, he was freaked out. But I have to tell you, Rocky was laughing four hours later Great. about it. He would just be giggling. I was in the yeah. shower and I was laughing because I was thinking, man, what a... <laughs> Anyways, this poor alligator just just hanging out there all by himself, and all of a sudden, oh a, you know, something hits his back. I had to freak him out. This is the predator. Nobody, you know, scares this guy. Yeah. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden. No, that's wild. <laughs> I have not heard one like that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get to the Everglades, I think. Yeah. It's, it's not far. You're an hour away. You're to see snakes or crocodiles, stuff we don't see at home. I mean, yeah, we've yeah. done research on your Everglades. You guys, it's been taken over by the boa constrictors. Oh, the pythons. Oh, really? The pythons. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. Were well, you a little scared at all? I, feel, I don't oh, know. No. The, yeah, no. Because you're on, ro- on the road the whole yeah. time. Oh, yeah. You walk okay, down a couple yeah, hours, fair. but it's not like they're going to jump out of the water or yeah, yeah. things and get you. Yeah. There's too many okay. people. Gotcha. It's okay. been cool to see some more. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So let, let's go back to the beginning because yeah. I, I, I oh, know yeah. some of your stories. So, like, okay. now we're here. We're in Florida, and, nice. and you guys came to Florida for you know a reason up in Sarasota before this. But, um, Tell us a little bit more about both of your stories, but obviously, like you said, it starts kind of with your story. And I know on the um, summit with Jack Canfield and all that, we talked about this, but not everybody that sees that's going to see this. So I guess, how did you get to be coaching authors? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Where does this stem from? Great question. Great journey. Yeah, it's been an awesome journey. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it was just my story. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book was wrote. Uh, Cheryl assisted and helped r- write the book. Yeah. And you know what we know now it would have been the both of us, but at the time it I was. Know. It was. We sat in Jack's living room, Jack Hanfield. Yeah. And he, you know he's looking at our book and he, he says, "Why did you not put your name on the cover?" So we're supposed to do a rewrite and include me in it, but it, it was initially his story. And so yeah. I, even though I ghost wrote and I put the whole thing together and helped him with it, I didn't see the point in putting my name on the cover. For anyway. sure. Things have changed. So if we, yeah. we redo that, right? But this is part of the learning process when you're an author. Totally. And so now we, you know, are a lot smarter and wiser than what we were when we first started. And that's that's why I think right now the information and the wisdom that we carry is worth its weight when we help and train people because we've kind of gone through a lot of the difficult mm-hmm. situations from book covers to, you know, information in between and all that. But it started out with my story. Yeah. And my, my uh, I'll give you the snippet story was that I was living in Arizona and had, um, you know, really kind of reached that place in life where I could retire. 
and I had done that, was married at the time, and ended up receiving a phone call from the Arizona Corporation Commission. Um, it was an investigating attorney saying that I had been a victim of an Arizona Ponzi scheme. How old were you at the time? Uh, it was you, in my late around. 30s. Okay, so you were going to retire in your late 30s. Yeah. That's pretty sick. That was the goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. retire early, right? So, yeah. um, so I get a phone call, so I, 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 you know, I lost everything. Lost my home and land and possessions yeah. and ended up moving out of state for work and ended up really going to a dark place in life, suicidal and depressed and fat and just like a fat, suicidal, depressed guy. That's the worst case. Yeah. Right? Broke. It sounds worse, actually, worse. the way you said it last. Yeah. Like the the last time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> However I word it, just horrible. Either yeah. way I look at it, Well, right? no, I but mean, the first way was, like, gradual. Yeah. The last one was yeah. just, like, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get here? Yeah. How did I get here? Yeah. So, it, you know, it was one of those nights that I um, had to make a decision to live or die. Like, that's where I was. I was at a real crossroads in my life. Yeah. And, so I decided to live, and thank God he was in my life, Tyler, or I wouldn't be sitting here today. Yeah. And I went through a process of making decisions. And at that time, I started thinking about words, because I remember seeing words on shirts, a lot of gothic words at that time. This is yeah. back in the uh, kind of, you know, 2008-9, gothic and uh, negative words. And um, I know a company was around, and it was just really rough-looking words. And I thought, what yeah. about positive words, right? So I started thinking about this. And um, it was shortly after that I moved to Idaho, lived in my brother's treehouse for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, yeah, I told him about that. Yeah, dude, I lived yeah. in a sweet treehouse. I, <laughs> I lived every kid's dream. Yeah, I think every it's like Every kid not... just like, I got to live in a treehouse. Dude, I was a yeah. grown man. Come on. You know? yeah. I mean, that's not the place you need to be living, but I did. I got to hear about this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I, I lived in this treehouse for a year. I mean, but listen, it's not in Miami. I'm in no. Idaho. It's negative five degrees. And oh, yeah. No insulation. I, you know, it wasn't the warmest place in the world to be yeah. living in. You know, and I had just had everything, and now I've got nothing. And you can't have a I fireplace in a treehouse. No, right? no, not it's good. not. You could. It's maybe not the smartest thing, though. Right? Not smart. It's Did like having a fire potatoes? in a boat, right? Yeah. It's not smart. I wouldn't Did do you it. Have potatoes in there. I if potatoes. I wanted them, I could have put. I could have cooked them. Maybe got a little. So no potatoes. <laughs> no potatoes. Oh, uh, we're having too much fun. Yeah, so, I'm, so you know, I'm in Idaho, and I'm uh, living in this freaking treehouse, and. And I, anyways, uh, I ended up getting a coach. Yeah. Uh, now, I've had many through my lifetime, but I'm going to give you a, a specific, um, two specific ones. It changed my life forever. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason I'm here today, too. So this coach um, helped me get from um, where I had never gone in, in two or three decades, I'd say three decades, of not getting physically fit like I really wanted to. I couldn't do it. I'd be up and down and up and down a roller coaster, but I took the coach's advice and Next thing you know, I just get bodybuilding ripped. Like I, what was his advice? I, I'm um, to follow his program. Okay, what was his program? <laughs> <laughs> Tell it us. Was so here's what yeah. it, I said. Here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to go. Can you take me there? Yeah. yeah. And he outlined it for me. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was kind of a little bit custom, okay. but uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I just yeah. followed. I followed the eating program and the workout program. Didn't deviate from anything. I did what the coach told me to do, and I got the results that I wanted. How do you think though, like your mindset? because of where you were right like what was it about him or the situation that made you actually follow the protocol um because you weren't following things before i didn't have a coach before okay so it was the coach okay so it was him how did he hold you accountable he didn't really i held myself accountable i mean i you were just fed up uh, yeah i was just like you know here's where i'm at here's where i want to go and i wanted it really bad enough that i just wanted to follow what he had for me Got it. Okay. Right? His yeah. plan. Well, I think, too, at that point, he, it's in the book, and he's mentioned it before when yeah. he spoke, that this was like the one area of his life he had any control over. 
He had no control oh, over yeah, his work situation that. or yes. his his marriage that was falling apart, where he would live. But he could focus on what he was eating and if he was going to the gym. And so it was like yeah. that one thing he could do. Makes so, sense. So he okay. took it and he ran That with makes it. sense. Yeah. Got so it. when we work with authors, you know, we tr we do our very best to give them small little things to do because, as you know, in the author world, there's so many things you can do, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. we find that authors that are not successful, they're trying to do everything. When if you mm -hmm. just focus on this, get this done, focus on this, get this done. Same thing with the fitness world. I just focused on my fitness. Got what it. What I'm eating, you know, and go to the gym. Simple stuff. Simple things that I'm going to do anyways. Yeah. And so, um, I ended up having great results out of that. Mm -hmm. That story gets posted, goes online, it goes viral. So, going viral meaning I'm getting call, I'm getting emails from people all over the world. They're like, "Oh my gosh, this guy that had nothing, lived in a treehouse, and now is this, you know, looks amazing." And so, became a champion on Bodybuilding.com in two different divisions, and um, they said, "Wow, this is great." You know, I invited myself to Bodybuilding.com. Well, I got invited to Bodybuilding.com. Yeah to pitch an idea. And so the idea was wearing words. You know, you can see my words here, right? So these are actually taken from a nonprofit company that we work with. We custom do a, we, we custom words for companies. So I yeah. became a word expert. And then then we, we decided to build an online program. And then, um, you know, Cheryl's my spoken word bride. So yeah. um, for those <laughs> out there that are single that like want to meet their incredible next, you know, their mate for life, she, I wrote about her, dreamed about her, believed for her, prayed for her, and wrote specific details, and she showed up. I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she showed up. And so she helped. You know, one yeah. of the first tasks we had was working on the book together. Um, and so in the past five years, we've done an inc incredible uh, amount of traveling and helping people, probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people around the world with, you know, our book and our programs. and. Uh, but you asked but a question. It's taken me a while to get to. How do we yeah. start working together? So you should. That's what led us to this. Is like when I met him, he'd been speaking, but yeah. always for free. But he had a great message, and he's very gifted as a speaker. He mm -hmm. inspires groups. And so my first question for him was, "Hey, why don't you have this in a book? You'd reach a larger audience." You know, my little mind working. And um, he said, "Oh, I've wanted to write a book, but and I've thought about it a dozen times over the years, but I just don't know how to do it." Yeah. And I had no idea. I was like good in English class in college. Like I'm like, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah. So so I figured out, like I took an editing class. I started pulling, he had 120 blog entries on a blog that he had kept. So I just downloaded all of those and I started piecing together this book and filling in gaps and saying, hey, you got, do you have a story about this? Write about that. And before you knew it, I mean, it took us a year from idea to completion, book in hand. Mm -hmm. But that was the point where we went, okay, now we have a book. This obviously is not just going to sell. I mean, it yeah. won't even get into bookstores if we don't do something. And so we were kind of late to the party of like focusing all on writing the book and then on the back end going, now what do we do? Yeah. And so it led us to the next coaching experience, which really changed. It changed us everything for us and our business. Having a coach. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so the next coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the next coach was a business coach. How do we take this awesome, amazing book that we were given, this message that we were given? How do we take that to the world? How do we get people to buy that? How do we get people to hire us to speak? How yeah. do we get people to, you know, want to coach with us? I don't. I've never done it. Like I'd never, you know, been a, a bodybuilding. I didn't know how to do that. So I'm on, you know, I'm online one day and, um, and I, I see someone who really intrigues me with 
the skill sets that I'm looking for. Like, you don't want to take your message <laughs> to the world. He's saying all the things that I want to hear. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, okay, I need this guy. <laughs> I need him. Right. So I, I ended up talking to, you know, um, one of his uh, sales guys, essentially, and really asked some detailed questions. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Yeah, you know, and so I talked to Cheryl. I was a tougher sell. She she was she was tough, <laughs> and I knew that. You know, I had to have it. my ducks together and like really know that this is something we were going to do uh, because it was a high price tag. You know, for us at the time, it was you know eleven thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you don't have eleven thousand, no, you don't have anything, and it's all credit cards, and you have to put them all together. And I mean, it was no, very, it was a big decision. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. just even saying that, that's a, it was a lot of money for us. And then yeah. we had to do that on monthly. It was just expensive. It was really expensive for us. Yeah. So my comment at the time, I was like, you know what? I respect you. I believe in you. So I'm not going to fight you on this. If this is really the direction you think we need to go, let's do it. But we're going to jump all in. Whatever yeah. they say to do, we're going to do it. Like mm. we are going to follow, even if it seems odd or outside our comfort zone. And so I have to say, I'm really proud of him because he did. I mean, mm. And it worked. It totally, completely worked. I, I think if you want to have great success, you got to do. You got to be willing to do things other people are not willing to do. Definitely. And, and and I was willing to do that. So I knocked on doors. I made cold calls. I made calls to friends I hadn't talked to for a long time. And, and he, you know, the coach is like, "Hey, go have a workshop." He didn't give us a map on how to do a <laughs> workshop, right, or what to do the workshop on. Just go do a workshop. That's it. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll go. So I sold a workshop to, you know, ten or fifteen people. Oh that that I knew for uh, you know, $300 or something. Yeah. And, and then I come home, tell her, and she's like, we, we don't have a workshop. Like, I'm we like, didn't have a yeah. workshop. He comes I sold the so workshop proud. we didn't have. He's like, I sold, I've got 20 people coming to a one-day workshop in three weeks. And I was like, what are we going to talk about? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is the best. So we got money on something and so we created it and guess what yeah that'll, good. that'll make you create it yeah. totally yeah and, and, and it worked and that was the that was the first like it started to build our confidence right Definitely. it's like hey i'm going to the gym i'm starting to feel better i'm looking to start to see the i'm starting to see the definition come in i'm starting to feel a little bit better yeah. that same thing happens when you start having success with your book and someone yeah. wants to buy my book really and we had people that really want to hear us yeah People want to hear you. They want to hear your story. You've got a message. Most people don't believe, Tyler, that they have an important message that the world needs. They do. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter what it is. They, they, they really have an important message. They lived a lifetime. Their message means something. And so, you know, we learned how to do a workshop. Then mm -hmm. I, I learned how to um, get a paid speaking engagement. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I learned how to get a contract for not just a couple of months, two or three months, but for six months and over a year. So we ended up getting six-figure contracts put together. Mm -hmm. um, we, ended, we ended up selling our book in bulk. And yep. then we realized that with all that experience of learning how to sell our book in bulk and learning how to get speaking engagements and how to do contracts, it's like, wow, you know, we, we have a lot we can offer because we're doing things that most people aren't. We're well, in New York City. At the same time, you know, we continued with this coaching program. It was like a year and a half. And so after a year in the program, they send out a notice. And by now... Oh, so this is so... So we... we yeah, the program that we spent the money for. Yes, yeah. the original. Yeah, they put out a, a contest. They send us a notice. Yeah. like, we're running a contest. Who had the biggest quantum, you know, the growth in this last year? Yeah. In your first year in the program. And, you know, he said... He said, let's enter this. And I said, oh, we haven't done that much. And we are busy by then. Like, we have speaking engagements probably three a month. We're leaving our state. 
flying out of state doing engagement. I'm like, we're doing well, but it's busy. It's keeping yeah. us busy. Um, and so I was like, no, we shouldn't even. And he says, yes, we're going to enter that and we're going to win it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So he puts together the outline of the essay and I go through and I doctor it. And by the end of that essay, I realize how much we've really done in this year. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm starting to get into this. We put together our video, we submit it. Third party looks it over these judges and we win. We win their contest. It was a $10,000 <laughs> cash prize. Oh, so you got your money right back. Yeah. <laughs> right? Or it was a trip around the world. Oh, so okay. now what we decided to do was we took the relationship. Totally. So it kind of what we're doing, we have a relationship, yeah. you and I have a you know, business relationship. So we decided to take this relationship. And we've been so fortunate because that has built us a, a stronger relationship with that organization, with mm -hmm. the founder of the organization. We've been on their stage um, sharing, you know, our, our testimony of what they've done for us. And that has enabled us to gain credibility with all of his, you know, clients, if you will. And it's been a real blessing for us. That alone has made us six figures. Yeah. But we also yeah. learned through the program, through the other individuals and why we won. And we've been involved for several years now. So there are so many authors that don't yeah. take the action. Yeah. They just, they'll so join true. this program, yes. that program. They don't actually do what we did, which was go out and put it in action. I mean, we're sitting at, ta we're sitting at the tables, breakfast tables with 10 people at a time, breakfast, lunch, dinners, and these are mostly authors from around the world, okay? Mm -hmm. Not just here, I mean, all over the world. And, you know, after interviewing a 1,000, we found out uh, that we had something they didn't have and we were making money and they, and I'm, and I'm thinking, <laughs> These people are smart. Dang, these people are smart people, man. What? Yeah. What are we? Why are we having success? It was almost like I felt a little guilty sometimes. Like, man, we're speaking on stage and we're we're making money, and these people are smart. They got a great book. I mean, but they weren't making money. So it took me some time to like figure out I had something to offer the world, and that was to be able to help people start making money. And I got to tell you, it's so cool. It's so cool, man, when yeah. you can help someone make money, and we've proven that now. And so now we coach people on how to monetize their message. Tyler, that mm. was your first question. It took yeah, yeah. 15 minutes to get <laughs> no, there. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why. Kind of a really, little bit of the story. So you that's know what I that wanted. As, yeah. yeah, we didn't just show up here. I mean, we went through the yeah. grinding process of figuring this stuff out and doing what we were told to do just over and over and over. I still make the phone calls. I called you. That's how yeah. I, you know, you didn't call me. I yeah. reached out to you, and here I am sitting in your, uh, you know, yeah. beautiful place in Miami, Florida. Yeah, it's freaking cold outside, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah. We're here, right? It it's is. awesome. The only you day brother. it's cold. Yeah, and <laughs> Why a great is it relationship. Cold but that comes from doing the, the harder thing, which is making the phone call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and setting the appointment. So, so I there's a couple questions that come to mind. F first one: Why or how? Why and how did your story? go viral like what what do you think about it or what did you take action on after the story was told to make that happen well i think the first thing that he really had the foresight on is he took an amazing before picture <laughs> okay yeah it is obviously a significant story right just Very, to, yeah. but yeah even significant stories Visually, don't always take off right that's so true i'm curious why or what you guys did so to, the, your first question is why and how so yeah. the why did i why did i do it was I'm at the gym one day, mm -hmm. and uh, I had, so this is the power of your story. Yeah. Everybody listening, your story has power. Yes. Almost yes. every book is wrote about something something in your life. It's a story, right? Something yeah. you did. 
And so I'm at the gym one day and I, I'm lifting weights and I'm, I look great at the, at the time. And this this guy I know at the gym looks amazing as well. And so this guy, this another gentleman comes in from bodybuilding.com, which was the largest online transformational fitness portal in the world. So it had yeah. 10 million customers and 50 million people visited their site every single month. Okay? This is crazy. A lot. 50 okay? million. Yeah. So yeah, you know, anyways, nuts. Chris walks through the door and he works at bodybuilding. My friend tells tells him my story. I didn't mm. tell him my story. He told my story. He's like, you gotta hear this, you gotta hear Rocky's story. He tells my story, and this guy says, bodybuilding.com says, dude, you gotta send your story in yesterday. And I'm like, really? I didn't think my story was anything, you know? Nothing. It's a good like, sign. No, he, yep. So I sent it in, and the why was to help other people. Mm-hmm. And so I sent the story in, and when it went live, it helped so many people that they normally keep it on for a week. They kept it on for four weeks, meaning they left my story live on for a month, which they oh, yeah. never do. Okay, that. got it. And the traffic from that that really you know propelled yeah. it. Or, I would yeah. add here, though, by the time I came in, this whole bodybuilding thing had happened two, three years, maybe even as many 2011, as... 2011, so yeah, about three, four, four years Four years yeah. before we had the book. So we get the book done in like 2016. And there was part of me that was thinking, man, that's kind of old news. We're going to have to move on something new. After the book came out and we got into this coaching program, we were learning about media and how to market yourself and how to use and leverage media to sell and to, to help build your credibility. So he approached, this is an amazing story that we use with our clients, um, he approached some local avenues again in our area. So um, a gentleman who had an online magazine in our area, and he said, yeah, I'd love to do an article about that. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. So, so I reached out to him. Even though it was he didn't call four me, I years out old, to him. it didn't matter. It. Like it still was fresh and new. It was and still yeah. a story. So he does but a you story. Reached out to him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'd love yeah. to do a story. So he takes the, you know, the pictures and puts a story on. And then I call Channel 7, which is the biggest station in Idaho, and they're like, this is a cool story. Yeah, we'll do a story on you. So Channel 7 does it. I then reach out to Idaho Statesman, which is the largest um, publication, a newspaper publication in the state of Idaho. Mm -hmm. And they they do a story on it. And I don't know where it's going to go. But I walk into a Walgreens on a Saturday, and I'm on the front cover. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome, man. Yeah. So awesome. we're, we're giving a, a talk down in Utah. Yeah, we're at our first paid speaking engagement down yeah. in Park City, Utah. And as soon as we finish and actually get our paycheck in hand, he gets a phone call. Yeah, and this guy calls me and says, uh, hey, this is uh, Jordan, remember his name, Jordan, and I'm with ESPN, and we, we'd like to do a story with you. And I said, Jordan, Jordan, what are you, who are you with? ESPN. And I'm thinking, ESPN. I've heard of ESPN. I mean, like ESPN, he's like, yes, ESPN Sports Talk. You know, you've heard of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you, call- what are you calling me for? Like, how come you're calling me? He saw my front page article. Well, their producer saw my front page article on the Idaho Statesman. Yeah. I didn't have to call him. Wow. Okay. They searched me out and and they did my story on bodybuilding.com, but we talked about my book. Yeah. You know, and the power of words and how it saved my life and how we're helping other people now. That's how that happened. Now we got really good at pitching media. At pitching media. So now we've been featured on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, 
Um, A and E. We were on A and E, a reality TV show, been featured on ESPN. So What's all the major the TV networks. TV show again? Isn't that Rooster and Butch? Yeah, yeah, we were that's featured the McConaughey yeah. thing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Matthew McConaughey's brother. Was, you know, was Matthew the, McConaughey's brother? Yeah. yeah, he was the um, <laughs> investor. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. dude, we could that do another story so on just much. that alone. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. <laughs> Get blown out to West Texas, Alpines, hot out. We're pushing a wheelbarrow down their highway. The yeah. cops are like, what are you guys doing? You know, and they're filming the whole thing. <laughs> we're sweating like crazy. Oh, anyways, that was one of the things they had to do it. They wanted us to do because we're motivational, you know, speakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, were in the, we were in a cow pen with like cows and how to round them up and Anyways, it was, I saw I saw a picture. From yeah, it. I read, yeah. we, we briefly touched on it before. Yeah. Um, I, another question I want to ask is a, about writing the book, because a, a lot of our listeners, they are authors or aspiring authors. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just curious, like from start to finish, you said it was about a year yes. and it was like 120 blog posts. And then um, it, there were some other aspects. But if, if there's any advice you would give authors, ah, like what, what, what would you say to help them finish well, the book? I've since learned that using blog posts like that is actually a, a really good plan on writing a book. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. And I yep. didn't know it. At the time, I thought we were doing this totally backwards. But okay. it worked. Um, I just have this real organized brain. So if I had any of his writings, I it quickly developed into 14 chapters. I had no issue with that. So it was almost like I had 14 buckets. And I would look at a new piece of writing, and, and some blog posts got split into Three different chapters. So real quick though, how did you view the block? Like, did you put them all up on a board, or like, how, how did you organize it? Yeah, I organize copied it, yeah. and pasted them actually into Word docs, and, and then I tried to title. And as you best read I could. them though, and then like after each time you uh -huh. read, were you like, this this is a section, this yep. is a section. Then I started oh, piecing okay. them from there. So I had a part of one okay. paragraph that I was like, oh, that's definitely chapter two material. Oh no, that is chapter six. You know. Yeah. So I'm kind of that organized brain. I don't think most authors have that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's resources with 120 out there. though like what I would have done for me because I'm not that organized or even to be able to really remember what chapter six and four <laughs> so I would have to put like uh, uh, head titles or whatever yes. on a board and look at them all together and then be like okay you're here and like maybe mark it in different colors or something exactly that's what would work for me yeah. but you were able to do it in that way so that's and but similar though different. same same thing kind of yeah yeah and so, then as you're reading yeah. through, I just knew that there were gaps. I'm like, okay, we need a transition here. This doesn't, we need to explain a little further here. Some yeah. of that is gift, and some of that is the training that I did going through the, the editor training. Oh, we yeah, did totally use a professional that, yeah. editor, so when we partner published. We didn't self-publish. Yeah. Um, so when it came to an actual professional editor looking at it, I, was, I started to doubt myself. I'm like, oh, man, what is she going to tell us? And maybe I really messed up the organization of this book, and something needs to be... Oh, yeah. no. I mean, she looked through and just gave us some basic, real basic changes throughout. I was really surprised. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You normally don't hear that, so you no. definitely did it well. And there was one mistake out of the entire book. Oh, yeah. Final print. We had one little time. Oh, really? Which is like almost page. next to impossible. Yeah, yeah one? Reading, one. And what, I changed What was it? it? I'm just curious. Oh, it was, was one. It was is, I-S. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember now. It was some silly little typo yeah. and uh, spelling error that I had missed in the proofreading. And so that's the that's one part. The other part that I want to speak to the authors is about yeah. that that we've seen now over a period of many years and thousands of authors is they stop, yes. right? And they don't do 
the marketing side of it because they're scared or, or yeah. they don't understand or they don't have the connections um, or whatever that is. They'll stay in their comfort zone, which is I think I need to do some more editing or I need to write another chapter or I need to order another program yeah. or something that doesn't help get their book marketed and into the hands of other people um, oh. or out to the world because they wrote this book for message. We, we met a gentleman who literally spent over six figures Mm-hmm. And has never made a dollar. Has never sold a book. And, no. I, and all no. I can say is my goal when we work with people is my specialty is not to help you get a great website, right? That's not it. My goal is to help you make money yeah. with your book. And we have we have simple strategies. Mm-hmm. Like we were, we were on a street on a street on a, a shoestring budget as well. Yeah. Yes. So you know ours is real simple and we're effective. When people Definitely. do follow what we say. Back on that topic of like actually finishing, I would say from our experience and from the authors I've spoken to thus far, which is quite a few, if you're anything like that minded, just pre-write. I mean, act like you're writing little blog posts. Or It works so well for me to just ask Rocky, like, hey, do you have a story about this? Or do you remember? Or was there a time that, you know, can you write more about that? Um, and he would just free write. I'm like, don't worry about, you know, how to sentence structure or any of that. Just get it out. I can fix it. Yeah. And that worked really well for us. Then I could just get that raw material from him and I could coax it into where I needed it to go. Makes complete sense. It, literally, the only thing for, for me, because the way my brain works, is would would have been to put it up like that. But yeah. everything you're saying, like, I need it in smaller pieces. Yes. I can't think about it as a whole because nope. if I do that, right. then I'm like, it's you know, yeah, yeah. I'm just honestly like, there's no way I can do that. <laughs> so, I would be you know, like you. that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd but, be just like you. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But an hour every morning, a blog post a day or yep. whatever, yep. or yep. a couple yep. a week, and then it turns into 120, and then you have something to work with and actually. And to the Build authors, we just want them to finish their book. They, yeah. they finish their book and then start marketing their book so it doesn't sit on some shelf by themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. So last question I want to ask you guys here is this. is It seems like you've really built like a lifestyle as well, right? So it's not just about like growing like yeah. – it, it's not – although you help authors make money, it's not just about growing like a seven, eight-figure business It's about like a lifestyle where you guys are happy. So I'm just like, what does your typical week look like now with (laughs) lifestyle but and work? Like what what are you guys doing to maintain both how you do? Because it seems to be working very well. You could literally bring us on here. We could talk an hour about just our lifestyle (laughs) alone. But I mean, (laughs) yeah, I love this part. We have have a wonderful when we first started on this journey, I was still working full time just so we had a steady income to build this business. But it was always our goal to get me out of that. So we did within a a couple of years into this, we got me out of it and we've just been full time ever since. I did start working with a nonprofit a year and a half, almost two years ago, I guess. Um, very part-time on the side, very flexible, and it just pulls at my heart. And it really was a God thing for her. That's why she's doing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. But I would say otherwise, our typical schedule, oh, my goodness. This summer, three days a week, we were on the boat, and we were boating with the boys. And around that, for a couple hours here or there, we would have our calls at home over Zoom. That was our work life, That's and that great. was our play life. We play more than we work, I would L- say. Listen, <laughs> so I, I don't know what super, honestly, awesome. what super rich people do, but... I have to. I have to just. I'm kind of not envious is the word. I'm just so grateful because yeah. we seriously have a, a lifestyle that if we had a yacht like across the waterway that we were looking at, that yacht would be used all the time. We'd have friends in it. We'd be yeah. out there. I mean, it'd be great. 
So we have everything we have we use. Whether it's our trailer, our razor, our snowmobiles, we, uh, we have all the toys. I mean, seriously, we love life. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, part of the Samson effect was that your thoughts. So this is five steps. Five. Yeah. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your lifestyle. How you live your life, Tyler. I mean, yeah. look around. All the you know, how many people do you know really enjoy their life? Just take time out to do what they want to do. I mean. We we've been in, I don't know how many people around here been to the Everglades, but they're an hour away. Yeah, we, we've we now been there twice. Yeah, we right. Been. Well, three times. We drove through it, went back, and then yeah. went back today. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, we just and we've been to the Keys, and so we just love life. We really yeah. truly enjoy. We swam with the manatees. Yeah, we're like this yeah. super cool, fun couple that we just do the most exciting things. And even in the cold, yeah. we're going home to three days a week. We'll be up snowboarding on our ski hill, and then we'll yeah. be riding the snowmobiles on the weekend. Yeah. So like, so yeah. we work. We obviously work. And when we do, it's focused. It's intense. Yeah. When we were over there at Sarasota, it was focused. We did our job. We're coming here. We're talking, you know, to you. Yeah. And you know, we've been really blessed with the, this is our lifestyle. Yeah. We don't want to just work our life and have no experiences and no fun. And no, we we really want to enjoy our life. We, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Cozumel for a week diving and yeah. just building new, <laughs> uh, um, you know, great relationships. I love it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's part of why we do this is we want to help other people have great lifestyles too. But yeah. I, I don't know too many cool couples that can do what we do. It's really <laughs> yeah. that's No, well, for sure. And I think that's and that's why I wanted to ask that is because I think a lot of people kind of get sucked into just more growth, 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 and growth is great. Honestly, right. I think it's a part of living. Sure. Uh, well, obviously it is. But but you need that too, and, and maybe do you need it's. I think it's optimal though to have it, right? Because would you rather have seven figures where you're working ninety hours a week, or would you rather have mm. six figures where you're working, I don't know, twenty five hours a week, yep. and you have time, family, kids, whatever, and the Absolutely. whole thing? I, I would choose the second option, honestly. Yeah. So for sure, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a huge point to make. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I absolutely love it. So yeah. La last thing is, if there's anything else you want to share, please do. But then also, where can people get the book, website, socials, where can so people So this stay is the content? part that I, 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 for a long time, never really got – I was never good at because it was the self-promotion part yep. that a lot of authors and speakers are not great at. And quite frankly, I wasn't either. Um, because it was selling myself and that I'd ask people for the sale, that sort of thing. But I got really good at negotiating, yeah. um, like really good. And I got good, good at getting the business. And so that's part of what has made us successful mm -hmm. was being able to overcome that fear of rejection, that fear of whatever that is. So this part I love because I get to talk about how we can interact and build relationships. Mm -hmm. So you can obviously find the Samson Effect it's at samsoneffect.com. You can find it at rockydebtweiler.com. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's on you can find it everywhere. Stock. You want yeah. to transform your life, this is the book to have. I think it's mm -hmm. the greatest book in the world for transformation because I lived it and now, and now we talk about yeah. it. And after each chapter is like you know three or four questions that really are prodding. So companies, corporations, schools, government agencies has this in it yeah. to transform their lives or organization. Um, as far as us, we'd love to work with someone that, you know, an individual or a company that would like to take their business or their, their book uh, to that next level. That's what we mm -hmm. specialize in. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we're really trained in the power of words. That's our specialty. We wear them. I don't know yeah. if else it does this. <laughs> um, we wear them. We talk about them. We believe their words are ultimate power, that they raise up and tear down. They bless, they curse. 
So, you know, we want to, you know, we want people to reach out to us and ask us questions so they can get engaged on how we can help them. That's our goal. We want to help mm-hmm. anybody we can take their life or business to the next level. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did that well. That was that good. It's not like you've had some practice. Yeah, that. I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah. And, and, I mean, think about it. You get to work with a cool, uh, a cool couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a fun couple. I mean, really. I mean, we have people in our church go, what do you guys, how do you do this? Yeah. You know, they're seeing all these posts. I mean, they all these pictures. Yeah, they live vicariously through us. And I don't say that to, uh, to brag. I just say that because mm-hmm. it's a life we designed. Totally, by design. By design. Yeah. This is our lifestyle. Like, you can hear people talk about it, but we live it. We yeah. truly are living it. Just go look at our Facebook. You'll see yeah. it. <laughs> no way, these guys really do it. So we do, we do truly enjoy it. We're so grateful for everything we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know from experience it could be taken away from you. Definitely. It can be gone that quick. Yeah. So I just am so appreciative for my amazing wife and the relationship we have and for the people that we get a chance to work with. So mm-hmm. if, if, if you're where I was years ago and you're like, I need help, please reach out to us. We, yeah. we want to help you. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, we want to help you. Beautiful. Thank you again, Welcome. both of you, for Thank coming you. on the show. Thank you. Thank, really you. Appreciate Thank you. This was fun. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, dude, we could have gone for authorsunite.com your one-stop shop for becoming a profitable author and maximizing your impact